Welcome to the Christian Life Austin podcast. Today's sermon is entitled The Table by guest pastor Nathan Keating from Parkway Life Church in Lumberton, Texas. Psalms 23 and verse 5, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Amen. God is good, isn't he? In this text, the psalmist recognizes that the Lord is the host that has prepared this amazing table that the psalmist tries to describe. The Lord, we see in this text, is the source of the blessing. I'd like to say, and I think you would agree, that we can all testify today that the Lord has been the source of our blessing. He's been mighty, mighty good to us. Can I get a witness? The Lord's hospitality has exceeded all of our imagination. The picture I get is a table that is full, and that table is overflowing, overflowing with possibly beautiful grapes and, and luscious red strawberries as they are just, you can just want a bite of it. And then maybe a, a beautiful, beautiful apple that is juicy and red and, and all of the fine foods that you could possibly imagine on top of this table that we see before us. His blessings, I'm going to tell you, church, have been and always will be in your life. Not just enough, but more than enough. It falls off the table. It is overflowing with the blessings of God. Somebody say, God prepares the table. Would you do it? Say it again. Would you say it loud? God prepares the table. I want you to look at this text again. It also adds something. It's not just enough that there's a table and it's overflowing with bountiful blessings. But the next part of the text says, Thou anointest my head with oil. And so not only has God prepared this amazing table for you and I, but He has anointed you to be at the table because he has chosen to bless your life. I want to tell you, he anoints on purpose. He doesn't choose who he anoints by accidents. He chose David and poured the oil. He chose you, set you at the table, filled the table, and then anointed you with a blessing. It was not an accident. It didn't happen by chance. 
You are supposed to be here this morning receiving the bountiful blessings of an almighty God. And for that, I think we ought to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Your hunger, there is a hunger that's driven inside of a man who wants the things of God. And your hunger has driven you to the table that he has prepared. And now the oil is flowing from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. It's like an oil bubbling up in our soul that cannot be contained. Has anybody here tasted and seen that the Lord is good? He is good. The next part of the text, it seemed like that would be a good enough, but the next part of the text goes a little step further and it said, my cup runneth over. It seems unnecessary to me. I'm good with the cup seemingly being half full or maybe at least topped off, but that's just not good enough for God. And we get this picture that the Lord delights in not only filling the cup, but he just keeps on pouring the cup. It is a statement in your life. The psalmist is saying that there is an abundance when you live around God and what God has prepared as the host of the table, it is an abundance and he just pours and it bubbles over and it overflows. It's not good enough to just get a drink. He quenches the thirst that you will never need to drink again. There's just something about the host, the almighty God and what he does in our lives. But I want you to notice something else about the table. It is filled with good and not with evil. We get these confused. And so I want to run over to Luke chapter 11. And I want to look at the way Luke wrote it because he is describing again this great God we serve who is so interested in us. And so he gives us an earthly description to try to grasp hold of a heavenly deity. And we look at Luke chapter 11, verses 11 through 13, and it says, if a son shall ask of any of you, that is a father, for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, Will he give him a serpent? If he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? He said, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? What he's trying to lay out is that everything on the table has been prepared for you and there's nothing but good that I'm trying to give my kids. And so I get a picture that God is in the business of doing good things in your life. But this is what confuses us. 
and understandably so, and that in the midst of all of the blessings that God has poured out, there is one warning that comes in our opening text is that there is an enemy at the table. One writer said at this time that every time that I taste of the good of God, evil is always present. And it creates a constant confusion in our mind. And I want to tell you, church, that we sometimes find ourselves blaming God on the evil in our lives. God is the one in your life that has prepared the blessings. He's the one that has prepared the table. Have you ever noticed the blesser often gets the blame for what the steep, for what the thief has stolen from the table? You let something bad happen in somebody's life and they find themselves in that confused state trying to blame God on the evil. He gave us a clear picture. I'm going to bless you, but there's something else sitting at the table. And when you get confusion going, you'll place your bitterness in the wrong place. You need to be ticked off mad. That's a Texas statement. At the devil and you need to fall in love with the blesser. I want to be careful not to make the blesser the scapegoat for what I have lost at the table. Christ is on your team. He is fighting for you. He is not against you. When you go to work on Monday, he's on your team. He's not against you. He's fighting for you. He's flexing for you. He is behind you. He's prepared the table. He's the host. He's the blesser. And for that, I shout voices of worship in the sanctuary because he's been mighty, mighty good in my life and in your life. In fact, I want to tell you this. The blesser is the one that carried you through what the thief stole from you. And I know that by John chapter 10 and verse 10, we get a perfect picture of this. It says, the thief cometh not but for, you want to know what his job is at the table? But for to steal, he's stealing your grapes. He's trying to, to kill and to destroy. But he said, let me make a distinction here. I am come (laughs) that they might have life. Somebody say it, life. And that they might have it. It's coming off the table. It's overflowing the cup. The oil's pouring over the vessel. Hallelujah. (laughs) I think sometimes we are mad at God for what the devil has done in our lives. But check this out. If you have been guilty of doing that as, as I have, 
the grace of God, the amazing grace of God, understood that going into this, that you would bring probably false accusations to him in the process of this thing called life. And grace steps in and says, I hear your false accusations to me, but I'm going to love you through your false accusations. And the whole time you're blaming me, let me grab another grape and put it in your mouth because that's what I created in the middle of your false accusations. Here, take another bite from the strawberry of the blessings that I'm giving you. Bring it on all you want, but I'm gonna love you with my grace in spite of your false accusations. So when we see a picture like this, what I wanna find out, if the enemy's at the table, what in the world does he look like? Because I want to be wary of that fellow. And this, is the, and this is it. This is the best way I know how to describe what he looks like at the table. Absolutely anything that causes you to quit focusing on the table. For, for one person in this room, it might be a, a, a horrible job situation. The enemy doesn't care. It might be a, 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 a co-worker that's trying to, you know, just torment the fire of you. That doesn't have to be the enemy unless it makes you look up from the table. You see, we've got the enemy in a, in a cute little leotard, red leotards. We got him in yoga gear with cute little helmet with, with a couple horns. And that's what we're looking for. The enemy can be anything that draws your attention away from what God is producing. And if that's so, the devil has killed, steal, and destroyed. He's taking grapes from your table and God keeps replacing. And there comes a moment in time when you say, this can't happen anymore. I'm gonna focus on the goodness of God and nothing's going to take my eye from the blessings of what God is doing in the midst of my life. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap for the table. There was a teenage boy who went fox hunting with a friend and his friend's dad one evening. The dad and his friend had a rifle, but the boy only had a fox collar that made the sound and the squeal of a wounded rabbit. And sure enough, Here comes the fox when the caller rang out. The fox is running down the mountain, moving at a quick, quick pace. As the boy sat there, a thought came to him. I don't have a rifle, but I'm the one that called supper. And since he was using the caller, the fox was running full pace heading right in his direction. 
with his eyes on supper. His friend was having trouble. He was seeing this going on and his little buddy was having trouble getting the gun off of safety. And the dad, he couldn't even see where he was at. And so the boy started getting fearful and, and, and was about to get up out of a crouched position to run from where he was at, out of the fox's path, when suddenly the father's shot, the father shot the fox. The moral of the story is when you focus on the predator instead of the blessing, you'll forget the power of the Father. Church, we are surrounded by the enemy. It's on every side. But don't get focused on the enemy. Every one of you have got a different story of what that may look like in your life. But he's all trying to play the same game. And that is to try to get your eye off of the blessings of what God has prepared for you. I would like for us to all today have a movement of our head from the table that is staring from our eye that is staring at the enemy in our life to the table of the blessings of God in our life. I've got a question for you today. Is anybody in this room, has God done anything good for you? Anything. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to quit looking at the bad marriage 20 years ago. I want you to quit looking at the dysfunction in your household when you were raised. I want you to quit looking at the abuse. And I know it was difficult. But at this moment in your life, God said, I want to move you past your yesterday and into your tomorrows. But the only way you can do it is to get your eye off of the enemy and onto the blessing. And so the question I ask you today that I hope rings in your ear until and for this next week and at least till you hear your pastor again and then you'll forget the young buck. <laughs> but I hope this question rings in your ear and that is this. What am I focused on? The enemy or the table. The confusion or the blessing. It will determine your next step in your life. That concludes today's podcast. For more information about Pastor Keating, please visit parkwaylife.com and please visit clcaustin.com for the latest news, to register for an upcoming event, or to support the Christian Life Ministry through our online giving portal. Thank you for listening.